Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a It's time for another week of N4G Radio. We are back after a week off. This is episode 396 for August 24th, 2015. Uh, settled in, yeah. Uh, with us this week, we have GambusCon. Greetings, programs. Uh, we have Drew. Hello. And joining us in like two seconds uh, for about half of the show will be Mr. Justin Solani. So as soon as he hops on, we will bring him in. Everybody else, you know, is out doing whatever, being a bitch. Being adults, maybe. I got to be an adult after the show. Yeah. I mean, you, t- you know, we, we've been doing this the same bat time, same bat channel now for probably half of the duration of the show, which is still half a decade. <laughs> That's true. It's kind yep. of crazy. It is. It's nuts. Oh, you want to feel old? No, don't start with the "you want to feel old" shit. I don't. I don't want to feel old. Okay. Was it th- like today is the nineteenth anniversary of Super Mario sixty four? No, no, no. I was just gonna say you started the show when I was twenty one years old, and I will be thirty in another month. Oh, I know. I know. Jason will feel the Mario sixty four anniversary because we were there. Yep. Oh man, we used to go to Toys R Us and play that game. Every day. Mm-hmm. Spent multiple hours at Toys R Us playing that. And it's, you it, know what, to this day, it's still the bomb. It is. What are you, what are you talking about, man? Crash Bandicoot's better at it than both. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to go into that. Did I get called out because I said every PlayStation game wanted to be Mario 64 and none of them ever achieved it? It's true. Although, you know, who got more hits than us? Uh, your favorite website posted an article about how Banjo Kazooie was a better game than Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. To which I disagree wholeheartedly. I need to play Mario 64 again. I do too. Like, really bad. How was the DS one? It was good. It's yeah. uh, it's hard to play because of the small screen and there's no camera buttons on the you know, the DS. Those camera buttons helped in a lot of situations in that game. Yeah. I just kept hitting the the right trigger to center the camera. And also, you don't know how much you are going to miss that N64 analog stick until you try to make one of those sideward backflips. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck mm-hmm. with that on the DS. Mm. I can only imagine... You know, you know what I played for about, I don't know, ten minutes the other day? Super Mario Sunshine? That game's control scheme is fucked up. 
How so? Well, like, I totally forgot that you press the X button to switch between shooting the water straight down and shooting the water forward. Hover nozzle, yeah. Um, and then also there is, like, when you aim it, you don't move. Like, when yeah. you're shooting it forward, you, you don't actually move. You just shoot it. Mm-hmm. it it's so hard <laughs> to play that game. I don't, I don't know. The control scheme is, is crazy. God, I used to love that game, though. It's still so good. It is so good. Uh, hey! Uh, we're already started, so... Oh, then. But we, but we brought you... We liked, We already said you were coming. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Hi. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Hi, everybody. See? Great to be here. No, not really. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings and salutations. Did you ever find out <laughs> if you can actually talk about that game? Uh, the one I'm playing now? Yes. Well, because you threw the paper away, no. I, I know. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Okay, so I just know Embargo ends on Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Pacific? Oh, yeah, Pacific Standard that Time. That means we have to hold the show until 11. Gotcha. Do it, do it. Oh, he wants you to do it. Do it. All right, we'll do it. Because we're going to talk about gears, too. Awesome. Awesome. So. You know what grinds my gears? (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about Mario Sunshine and how hard it is to play now. Yeah, we we could be talking about um, the Mario Creator, but we didn't get that, did we? No, I I had a conversation with Nintendo about that. I did. A heated conversation? I had to jump over my normal PR rep, go straight to my guy. Mm. So... Hopefully we'll see that this week, but, you know. Wishful thinking, wishful, wishful thinking. You know what? Mario's got a window of about eight days until Solid Snake consumes my life. That's true. I'm sorry, Big Boss consumes my life. (laughs) I don't know why I thought you were going to say Big Balls. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) yep. Yeah, anyway. You know what? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever works. But anyway, let's talk about what we are playing, which is a lot. Yes. And there's a lot we can't talk about, which, this is funny, we can talk about Until Dawn. Yes. We can talk about Gears of War. We can't yes. talk about Super Toy Cars. No. <laughs> because I can't talk about that. that's an important embargo to have. I can't talk about Hatsune Miku. Well, that is that is really kind of a big deal. I know it's not a big deal to you, mm-hmm. but those games are huge. I mean, he she was on Conan. Wow. I know. Or no, was it Letterman? I think she was on Letterman. I don't. I don't know. I really don't care. But I just, yeah. That's all that matters. True. Yep. But let's do talk. And since Justin's only going to be here for forty-five minutes, let's go ahead and let him talk about um, a little game coming out on Tuesday. Yeah. What is it? Until dawn. Oh, is that oh, a game? Oh, that game. Oh, that game. That game. Uh, it's yeah, just another so order. I guess, I, I, I guess uh, that game is a. Uh, the funniest thing is when people talk about it to me or they're asking about it, like, who makes it? <laughs> and then I go, Supermassive Games. Who makes it? <laughs> who yeah. Supermassive Games? Yeah. And, and you know, their their uh, history isn't the best. They've, they've done some, I, well, probably some people would consider shovelware-ish type stuff. And they did a, uh, I think they did it like a Doctor Who game. Yeah. That was on the PlayStation Network. But, honestly, this is probably their biggest game. Um. That being said, uh, it's probably their best game. Uh, and production value-wise, it's it's out the roof. For sure. Definitely. They're supposed to so. be making a game called Jurassic Encounter 
for the PlayStation 4. Okay. Hmm. I haven't even heard of that. It's my first time hearing about it. Yeah, they started in 2010, and they made... Yeah, they made junk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, they made I a Wonderbook game. I, I will say, until dawn, I don't think it's junk at all. I, I, I think they stepped up their game. Um... And for those that don't know what Until Dawn is, if you, you haven't heard of it, it's a cinematic uh, survival horror-ish slasher uh, experience. It's about eight teenagers that are up in a, can- a, a wilderness in Canada in a cabin. Uh, it's snowing, and uh, there's things just aren't quite as they seem. Uh, and you, you take over the role of these characters over time, uh, switching automatically, uh, and you, you make split-second decisions, some that have... Uh, well, repercussions that aren't exactly known quite right away. Uh, and that's kind of what makes the game a little interesting because you never know what's... There, there's no right or wrong answer, per se, when you're making these choices. And so you... And the game saves constantly. So there's no, like, I'm going to go back and redo this. No, once you're going through, you're going through. Now, granted, I did figure out you can circumvent that just a little if you upload your save file at a certain point. You know, to the cloud, you can disable auto uploads and re-download it. But the game saves so much; you'd be doing that so often. It just—I don't even think it's worth your time. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any questions about it? I mean, I don't want to spoil so, anything. So yeah, um, no spoilers or anything like that. But would yeah. you say this is likened to maybe Heavy Rain? Definitely. So okay. the the way I would describe this game is: imagine Resident Evil, the classic style. You know, the camera angles that sometimes are in front of you, behind you, out a window. Mm-hmm. Those camera angles and that exploration feeling of Resident Evil, uh, you know, with the with the great looking environments, etc. Uh, finding notes, you know, similar to Resident Evil, and 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 you know, different uh, clue items. And there's these other things called totems that you find throughout the game. That when you see them, they give you a glimpse of the future. It's usually about four seconds long, and the different totems have different meanings. Like one can show a death or a potential death, giving you a clue. Hey, if the person's in this scenario, maybe there's a way I can change it. Um, but they're very vague. Some give you kind of like maybe a vision of, hey, this is what I should do. Or this is something where I should go. So they're, they're all different depending. There's five different, I think, categories for them. And I think there's like 50 of them. Uh, so you find those and you do the exploring and you make these uh, multiple choice decisions. Now, that being said, in, in that regard of Resident Evil, now take Heavy Rain, add in the quick time events the split-second decisions, and the very cinematic style with actors portraying uh, the characters. Kind of combine all that, and the only thing you really take away from the game is no combat, really, and, and no puzzles. There's really no puzzles to figure out. So okay. the game is streamlined in that essence. But the funny thing is, is in my opinion, if this game had puzzles and had typical combat, you know, where you could pull your gun out at any time in an inventory system, this would be like a survival horror game, like from the past. Mm-hmm. And I love that feeling. Like we don't; those camera angles add a lot to those old games, and you don't get that with the over-the-shoulder. It's just that kind of sense of dread is gone, and that that sense is completely back in this game. And they use it to their advantage to scare the player many times. So, so how about this? So, say I'm in a situation where I could be killed. Is there a way to like I don't know button mash your way out of it kind of deal? So like if you say a murderer's behind you and he's trying to stab mm-hmm. you, you can like hit X a bunch of times to like keep him from stabbing you or something like that. Does that happen in the game? Um, 
Yes and no. I first off, I don't think there's any quick time events that have you slamming on a button repeatedly. Funny okay. enough, I don't think there's any of those. A lot of it's just the split second choices. So the main interactions are you'll get presented with two options or sometimes three options, and you got to pick one. Then there's also the 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 areas where you have to actually the R two button is used to interact with a lot of things. Well, X is used to interact. R two like will pick an item up, and for any of you that play the order, will kind of remember this. When you picked up stuff in the order, you could kind of turn it and look at it. So you can do that in this. Same with notes. Sometimes when you have a note, you turn it, you flip it, you can see something on the back. Okay. Um, so. When it comes to slamming buttons, no. But there is things like where something will happen and a crosshair pops up and you have to aim that crosshair and then and then hit the button on it to do it. So for example, if somebody has a gun and they're gonna they're they're presented with something they can shoot, there might be like say whatever that is, you know, whatever they're trying to shoot at, or there might be something in the environment they can shoot. You get two crosshairs. You gotta aim it at whatever one you want, also while deciding, well, which one do I want, and then pull the trigger. Now, are those so, decisions, like, are they timed? Like, if you don't do them? Some, some are. Some are timed. And the game specifically tells you, uh, early in the in the game when it's t- kind of tutorialing you, it tells you sometimes the best choice is nothing. Doing right. nothing. Oh, God. So it it really, like the, like yeah. the Telltale games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it really adds some tension. There was a few times I reacted to a quick time type event, and I was like, Fudge, I don't know if I should have done that because I don't think I needed to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it all plays into that. So it's very streamlined. Uh, when it comes to exploration, you'll, if you, you know, you will be rewarded by going off the beaten paths when you can because you will find notes. In particular, in a later chapter, I went a completely different way and I found some notes that were pretty, pretty eye opening on what is going on in the game later. And I was like, wow, I would have not even seen these notes if I didn't go down this path. Mm-hmm. So, in the aspect of that, there's a little bit of replayability because if you miss notes or you miss the totems, you can see those. The totems also, as you collect each one, add to a line at the bottom of the menu that's a video. It's a, I think it's labeled something like the truth or something. And you can play it at any point in time after you've gotten these totems, but it's like a broken VHS tape. It just goes, shows you the little clip, skips to the next clip, skips to the next with, you know, like fuzz. So you won't be able to see the whole thing until you get all the totems, but I think this kind of fully deals out like i guess the entire backstory or maybe more details of what transpired so that's interesting so does this take place in modern day or is it like in the 80s or something like it that? takes place in modern time yeah okay. 2014 i think it is because there's st- referencing points to 2013 it's 2014 or 2015 but it's modern okay um now the biggest thing that they they, they kind of talk about is the the choices and how your choices affect things um, I'm playing through it right now a second time, and I'm completely changing the things I did, uh, even if I don't want to. Uh, I'm completely changing my choices uh, to try and get different reactions. And, okay, so as of now, I don't know how significant they are because, from what I understand, some severe choices early on can change things later. Uh, so I'm still kind of early. But already I have noticed new jokes, new banter, different scenarios, and this isn't too much of a spoiler but for example there's a scene with a guy and a girl and they're about to get it on and and you know if you the way you talk to her building up to this moment if you get to this place and 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 everything goes smoothly like it was she gets kind of like almost naked like she's in panties and a bra but like just a few minutes ago i was doing it and i was kind of playing the oh i'm got more emotions blah 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 and she's like i'm not really feeling this and she didn't take her clothes off and she's like can we cuddle you know so i don't yeah yeah you know (laughs) 
Um, and the game's hilarious, by the way. It it really it it really makes uh, fun. I won't say fun of itself, but it really plays into the slasher teenage genre of jokes and sex jokes and and, and whatnot. But like I said, depending what you choose, I, I've already seen a lot of different dialogue. Or jokes I missed because I didn't pick that, etc. So that's interesting. But as for the weighty decisions, I'm not really sure as of yet. So um, I, I do have one question, and the, yeah. the, the, the bigger question for me is is that you know in Heavy Rain, because uh, I keep going back to that. But in Heavy Rain, they said that you can play this entire game without with as many people dying as you want, or as mm-hmm. as as little people as dying as you want. So you have eight people. Obviously, yes. this is a slasher film. Somebody's going to die. Is yeah. there a way to a get it ending where nobody dies? Uh, I have heard from them, the developers, uh, that they said, yes, you can have all eight people live. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say the game made me think I had de- people that were dead, uh, that later maybe they weren't dead. And then I also <laughs> will say I thought I was doing fucking amazing, and then I was down four people by the end of the game. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there was a turn of events towards the end that I was not happy with. <laughs> <laughs> I screamed uh, some explicit uh, words. Uh, I was like, as a matter of fact, my wife was watching me play. We were playing it together, and you know, she had just said, "Man, you know, it looks like we're going to have everybody live." And I shit you not, like right after she said that, somebody beefed it. Like that was it. And I was like, "You jinxed it. It's, <laughs> it's totally, totally jinxed." So, it. But, is, um, is there a fail state in the game? Can you get like a game over screen? No. So, uh, as far as I know, no. There's no fail state. I had not seen a game over screen. Um, but I did hear everyone can die, so that's, so that's interesting an ending. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing though, basically, in order, I'm guessing from what I've seen in the game that in order to have that ending, you probably have to get everyone killed prior to the end sequence. And I'm guessing then have the people that make it to the end sequence die. You know what I mean? Like kill them off, and then that's that's kind of ending. So, and here's another interesting thing. So when you beat the game, I will say the ending is pretty abrupt. It ends. But, I mean, it's not like it leaves it on a cliffhanger, really. It just kind of ends, though. But what's interesting is when the credits are rolling, you you see your, your, the people who died, and there's a time stamp of when they died, like how long you were playing, and it shows their deaths again. And then after that, it actually shows the characters that lived being interviewed by, like, authorities about what happened. And they're like, is it, I don't know what happened, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So that was kind of cool. I really like that. Huh. Okay. Yeah. You, well, you've sold me on the game. I'm buying it. On Tuesday. I mean, 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 here's the thing. I can't tell you yet uh, how different things play out. I do know, I do know at least for one person for sure that they can die in two different ways. I know that for a fact. Okay. Um, But uh, this is, uh, it's interesting. This game is going to be definitely for people who liked Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond, and all that. But it's also going to be for people that enjoyed, uh, you know, horror horror games or slasher flicks etc but i i don't want to say more much on anything that i'm thinking right now because i just want to say you you probably are not gonna be able to guess the shit that goes down because i was very surprised uh i everything um they've shown in public or online has not really hinted at some of the things that go down so just leave it at that that's the best thing i i love when games do that i love the metal gear bait and switch yeah. Yes. And um, the thing, too, is that, you know, I can see some people not liking it, like what happens, but I fucking loved it. I was, because it just blew me away. I was like, what? It's aliens, what? dude. What? It's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Sigourney Reaver? We need her. Uh, 
But uh, overall, I, I, I've had a blast. I mean, I started playing it again right away. Um, I would have been further in a second playthrough, but last night I had some stuff to take care of with some friends. But uh, it, uh, I, the production value is out the roof. The facial animation and the animation in general looks great. I mean, these characters look like their counterparts, their real-life actors. Um, the acting is surprisingly really well done. They cheese it up a bit, but that's, I think, intentional. Uh, when, it, when stuff gets serious, it gets serious. And, um, and, you know, you end up hating some characters. That person's a bitch. That person's a tool. Uh, you end up, you know, you get it, you will get attached to certain characters. Be like, oh god, please don't die. Please don't die. And it's interesting too because, you know, you get the split second decisions and you're like, how's that gonna affect things? There's moments where it's like, hey, here's a shortcut. But here's the safe route. But you're being chased. Which one do you do? And then there's usually quick time events for those. And those buttons, I, I almost wanna say they show too fast. But at the same time, it feels like there's just enough time to hit it. So it adds even that tension more like, oh, shit, triangle. Oh, sh- oh shit, square. And then, you know, if you stumble, you're like, oh, crap. Um, there's not always, like, repercussions to failing those, though. There's another one where you can't move. And the light bar shows up on the screen, the, the light bar on the front. And basically, if you're moving the controller, it'll show it move. And it's like, don't move. But what sucks is, like, the heartbeat will start going through the controller. And, you know, you're just like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, like, don't move. Don't move. And there's, like, I think, I yes, I I died because of that on one part. And I was so pissed. I was like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this sounds right up my alley. Like I love yeah. the I love the eighties slasher flicks and stuff like that. And I liked Heavy Rain for what it what it did and See, I like Beyond Two Souls. I didn't care as much for Heavy Rain, but that was mostly because the story was so poorly acted. Yeah, some some spots, yeah. yeah I like was... the idea of the gameplay. You just you gotta be invested into the story. And I think that's a major thing uh with these kind of games. So that being said though, you know, I yeah, if you like horror and you like the the genre, I mean I can't see people Hating this, and I will say I do think they're the whole butterfly effect and things changing things. I right now I want to say it's not as deep as they say it is, but then I don't know because let me give you another example here. Uh, there's a part in the game at some point with one of the characters. I grabbed a machete or something, and then later, later, much later in the game, there was a part where I, I was barricading myself and I. I, I Something happened, and all of a sudden, it it showed me like a flashback to like him remembering that oh, I have a machete, and then I used it when I hit a button. And so, if he didn't have that, I don't know what would have happened. And plus, I don't know what's going to happen when I choose the other choices because uh, sometimes it's like run or hide, or I don't know if it's going to all turn out to be the same outcome. Or there's definitely significant moments that change. So, um, like I said, as of now, I've just seen that there's. You know, some major or, you know, not, I guess, major, but different dialogue things and different jokes. But I don't know how it really plays into the final bit. But I'm hoping to, like, get through it again by the end of tonight or or, or tomorrow and then add that into the review that I write. So, How long was your first playthrough? The first playthrough was about seven hours for me. Okay. So, to me, it's kind of got a perfect length. I think it'll take anywhere from seven to nine hours for most players. And that's because you're pretty much making progress the entire time. The only thing that's going to extend to that is when you're taking the beaten paths to look for, for items. And because it's got the Resident Evil style camera angles, you might see like a room and you're like, oh, I can't go that way. But if you walk that way because you're exploring, oh, look, the camera changed. And now I can see that there's a shelf here with like an item on it. So they do hide some of their things that way. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think it's a great length, especially if they want people to replay it. 
Um, the only issues I really have with the game is the frame rate still isn't the smoothest it could be. It runs fairly well most of the game. There's times where it chugs and it's kind of stuttery uh, in certain key sequences or sequences of dialogue, even when it doesn't seem like they should stutter. Although, that being said, I don't think it's too much of a problem because I don't think it ever interacted with me actually making my split-second decisions. It was just during, like, viewing moments. And uh, it's since it's a game that isn't reliant on quick decisions other than those those actual split-second decisions and it didn't ever affect those moments, I don't think it's as bad as it could be. Right. So, <clears throat> but yeah. Who's, the, who's some of the actors? Any well-known actors in it? Uh, it's the... It's got Hayden Penitary from... Heroes, right? Oh, right, right, right. Is that the who's the guy that's on that robot show? Robot show. Uh, it's like Mr. Is it Mr. Robot? Oh, I've seen that guy. I don't. I don't know his name, but um, yeah, he's he's in it. Uh, uh Ramy. Uh, wait, actually, what was his name? Let me think here. But he, the main guy who's on that show, he's he's one of the characters. Um, let's see what's this guy's. Yeah, I'm trying to look at it up too here. Uh, IMDB until oh it's 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 I got it it's Rami Malik so he's in it um, and there's a yeah the heroes person and there's there's a few I mean I wouldn't say there's anybody the main person that's most notable is uh, Peter Stormar oh yeah I yeah. know him yeah so he 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 plays an interesting part uh, so he's probably the most known person and then Rami Malik because of his new show and then the heroes person but the other ones. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've looked them up afterward or tried to see what they were in. Uh, the other interesting thing is as you beat each chapter, um, there is a bonus feature video unlocked. So, for example, there's an actor's feature talking to the actors. There's one talking to the writers. This game was actually penned by a couple people from Hollywood that do movies and stuff. Uh, they talk about it. They talk about how they brought the game to life. They talk about you know some of the you know the difficulties. One of the interesting things was they were talking about the scares and what they did to test the the audience or or make sure they got their scares good is they brought in people through the development time and they put them with a sensor on their wrist that was like almost like the um, a lie detector to see their 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 levels spiking up etc. And then they had them play these parts and if they played a part. And everybody that they they tested pretty much got a reaction out of. They were like, "We nailed it! We nailed it! We got we got to use this." But if they were kind of mixed on results, they were like, "We got to take this back to the drawing board. This isn't this isn't working. This isn't this isn't scaring everybody." So I thought that was a really interesting process to see how they were trying to actually freak people out. That's so, cool. I like that they added that. Why is yeah. Sony not pushing this game? Yeah, for real. You know that I always have to wonder why companies don't do that. Um, you know, maybe they're scared because the order didn't get too favorable. But, you know, it's interesting. People like to bring up the order and say, well, you know, it, it you know, it had issues. It, it was more cinematics than, than an actual third person game. It felt like it was kind of had an identity crisis. And I mean, granted, I enjoyed the order, but I can kind of understand where people are coming from that. But I don't think Until Dawn was ever trying to sell itself other than a cinematic interactive experience like Heavy Rain. And so that way, you know, that's how it's been brought to the, to the attention of people. And that's how it's been promoted and sold. So you shouldn't go in expecting anything else like a shooter or, you know, something else in the genre. This is, this is for fans of Walking Dead, Heavy Rain, those kind of games, um, that just, you know, as some people would say, it's not a game, but, you yeah. know, uh, you know, but it's funny because I just had played Rapture. And I just had very disappointing thoughts on that because you basically just walk around and you listen to these people, these orbs talk, 
and you explore a very static world. And it's funny because this game is another storytelling game, but this game has split-second decisions, it has tension, it has finding like clues. So even though it's a similar kind of narrative game where you're just kind of taking and going through the, the motions, there's more to it than just walking at a at a slow pace and, and, and just listening to people talk, which is what I basically thought Rapture was. And that's why I didn't like it. It just was, it bored me so bad. But this game, no, nah, I was enthralled the whole time. It starts off slow. It gets you to know the characters. And then stuff kicks off. Twists get involved. And, and by the end, you're just like, holy shit. All right, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, I'm down for it. I'll be picking it up on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds I will say. Fantastic. I will say, though, I, I guarantee people are going to have mixed results on, on one of the twists. I know it. I, I know it. And it's going to be a preference with people whether they think, dude, that I didn't even see that coming or that's fucking dumb. Like, it's going to be – I think it's going to be love or hate on that twist. But, um, yeah, I, I, I fall in the love camp because, yeah, I, I didn't even – I didn't even know. <laughs> Alright, well let's talk about other games Yeah And I know we can talk about another game that three out of the four of us have played Jason's over there like, are we ever going to talk about stuff I played? Yeah Sorry. Yeah. Right. Gears of War <laughs> Gears of War It's coming out Was, on Tuesday. Is it called Ultimate Edition? Ultimate yeah. Edition Okay Hey, Dom Yeah Hey So what do you guys think of it? I think it's fucking amazing It looks so I, good I agree it, I had forgot how much I love Gears of War. Yes. And and the first one is such a, a, a darker, more serious mm-hmm. tone than the other two. Yeah. And it's oh, it, yes. it's almost it's almost a horror game at times. Yes. Yeah. The other two lost that. Yeah, they did. Although the third one has a really emotional moment that still breaks me up. Yes. And don't don't uh, no spoiler because Drew no. has not played it yet. I've never no, played spoiler. Gears three. Yeah. Oh man. Oh it's I, so I good. Think yeah, I think they're all really fun. I mean, I, I always find it funny when people are like, I hate Gears. I'm like, uh, okay, that's your prerogative, but I fuck, you must not like fun. Um, but, uh, you know, so, so I'm in the preview program for Xbox. So they had recently uh, updated the uh, preview games, and Gears of War was one of them, the original game. So I had it digitally. So I started playing it, like, a couple weeks ago. And I only played, like, the first, you know, like, mission or two. And I was like, man, I forgot how good this game is. But I was like, okay, let's see how I feel now that I just kind of gave myself a little bit of a history lesson. Let's see how I feel about this new one. And fuck, man, when I played this one, I was like, this feels like Gears of War 1 remade for current gen. Like, wow. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I mean, the graphics. I mean, I, I it was weird because when I first heard about it and started seeing some screenshots, I was like, that doesn't look that much different. No, it looks different. Yeah, no, screenshots do not do that game justice uh-uh, at all. No, no that uh-uh. game... That game was impressive on the 360 back in 2007. Yeah. It's impressive now. Yes, and I I feel that the I don't know I I swear I feel like the sound is better. The sound oh, yeah. effects are better. Um, the cutscenes, the redone cutscenes are oh, awesome. The, the redone cutscenes add so much to little pieces of that game that I had forgotten. Like for instance, um, the, the the krill. Yeah, like they make them more terrifying. Just because mm-hmm. of the, the 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 dramatic camera angles that are in the cutscenes, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's I'm ah, it's just I was blown away by that game. And now let me ask you guys because you know I, I wrote the review and and one thing I dinged it on was that I noticed and and maybe you guys will say it didn't happen, but the cutscenes stutter sometimes in the start of the game and in the cutscenes it's like a ch- a chop. There's a chop in a lot of the stuff, especially whenever it's loading. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah, I mean, you're, it's you're gonna, you're out. Gonna, 
Yeah, it smooths out, but I mean, it's, it's always there in that crazy warping when you're playing co-op. That's that Unreal Engine loading that they have still never solved since, yeah. gotcha. God, 2005. Because yeah. the cutscene will start and it's like, chop, 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 oh, there it goes. It's like it like it catches up and it's like, okay, but it, it's... It, I, to me, that stuff's fucking distracting as shit, but I get over it. But it's it's definitely something I'm like, I can't ignore that. That's there. Oh, yeah. That's definitely there. It's, it's, but it's, one, it's one of those things that the internet will make you believe. It, it ruins the oh, game. Oh, ruins it, yeah. Yeah, but it, it doesn't. It just, you notice it, and then you move on, and then you get into that visceral cover-based action of gears, and you get a headshot, and you're like, all right, who cares that it stuttered? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't actually notice any stuttering when I was actually playing. Like, there's the there's one room, stuff. there's one room, and I I I asked Drew about it when we were playing because we were playing co-op. But we walked into the room. It's right before the mine carts. Okay. And there's like these gears turning in the room, and I swear mine dropped a solid ten frames a second. <laughs> I mean, it was. You, yeah, I didn't see it because you had went ahead of me, and then it warped me past that room. Okay, wow. yeah, because I was walking through that room, and I'm like, "Wow, this is running at like twenty, twenty five frames a second. It don't look all too good." Yeah, but it was like that was like the only time. Yeah, that was it. That's the only yeah, time I've noticed. That's that's like not even we're talking about really. Nope. I mean, I mean, we and Kim put like three and a half hours in that freaking game. Yeah, yeah, we're on Act Three. Yeah, we're halfway through the game now. Yep. Yeah, when it's when it's that inconsequential, like it just that little little moment there, like that's just like yeah, it sucks, but eh, whatever. It's not the whole game running that way. That's what I always find funny when people complain about when like uh, uh what's it called uh, does the uh, frame rate analysis on games? Oh, digital frame and, tree. Yeah, and they show the dips, and people assume that oh, it dips that way the whole t- the whole time you're playing. And it's like no, it doesn't. No, not at all. Yeah, no, it's great. <sighs> it's, so it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I want to get. I want to try a little bit of that multiplayer again, just it's, to see. It's it's see a new it era now. New yeah. gears yeah. players and the multiplayer is sixty. So it is sixty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's punchy. It's still punchy and yeah, it's it's good stuff, man. It's just uh, it, it's funny. It's like you know, I was really disappointed when I heard that uh, that they weren't going to remake two and three, but now seeing the quality of this one, I get it because it would just take too much oh, God, time. Yeah. An effort, so I, I I applaud them for even just doing it for the first one. And you know, it's a different company making this, and you know, it was converting it and bringing it up to speed to to the modern era. But I, as I said in the review, I think that like this this is like a love letter to this the original game, and it's apparent they really liked you know they really care for the franchise. So yeah, and it's not that they won't ever do two and three. Like if you remember, they did the Halo anniversary collection, and then they didn't redo two. Until the Master Chief Collection came out, yeah. true. So never so, say never. Yeah, I'd I'd take it uh, after seeing this. I would totally take a two and three remaster. Oh yeah. I mean, you can leave Judgment on the floor. It wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> judgment, Judgment's Judgment was a solid game, but that was that was the problem. It didn't have the, the mission variety and the mission design sucked. It, there was yeah. none. It was just a shooting gallery, completely devoid of anything exciting, really. Well, that they tr- the well they try to make it their own, and I I respect that because I love people can fly. They make really oh, yeah. fun, they make really fun games. Uh, Bulletstorm is still one of my favorite 360 yes. games, and they just tried to put their spin on gears, and it just didn't work. But see, when when you offer a a chapter of the 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 missing chapter or a hidden chapter from your Gears Three as an unlockable. And that mission is like more intense and exciting than your entire game. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you play that sequence? The the unlockable chapter. Oh God, I'm trying it to was, remember. It was it was like you were up in a building in a skyscraper, and then you like you slid down, 
and the and the skyscrapers were just collapsing upon each other, and it was just they were just falling down and down. And I was like, "This is crazy. There's nothing like this in the entire game of Judgment." <laughs> like, it was like odd. The only mission that that sticks out to me in Judgment is the fucking one where you walk in the room and it's just smoke grenades everywhere and you can't see oh, a yeah. goddamn thing. Nothing. Ugh. I did. Yeah, that game. It wasn't Gears. I forgot how much I love Gears. Just like Drew, I forgot how much I enjoy that first game. Yeah. It still holds up, man. It yeah. still. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, yeah, sure, it's dumb, muscle-bound dudes, and they have kind of dumb dialogue, but... Oh, their dialogue's great. <laughs> yeah, I love Baird. Yeah. And just how scared he is in the first game. <laughs> yep. He's scared of every fucking thing. And then he's also a douchebag on top of that. Yep. So... Yep. Oh, God, you got to get on top of playing three, man. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. going to do that. We're going to do that. But speaking of which, if you buy this Ultimate Edition, you get Gears of War 1, 2, 3, and Judgment for free. Backwards compatible. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. All you got to do is play the game between August and December. That's what I plan on doing, and hopefully Ken will play co-op with me. I I would totally go through these games again, because now I've got that taste. Yeah. It's it's interesting that they added to the commanding the command feature in this first one. I mean, it's not like it's it doesn't add a ton to the game, but it's just interesting you can tell them, "Hey, don't fire, fire." All that good stuff cuz that wasn't in the original if I'm remembering correctly, right? No, it wasn't. Okay. No. All right. So, anything else that you play that you can talk about? Mm, did I play anything else? We can talk about I- Zombie. Yeah, that's true. I talk about zombie. I picked it up. I'm, I'm you play, did? I'm playing it. Are you? I only played for an hour. I made it to the first um, shortcut. Oh, okay. With the with the manhole. Yeah, I made it to the first manhole. You made it to the manhole. I made it to the manhole. So, so I mean, this is—is is this your first time playing it, or you no, no, no? no. I played. I played through on the Wii U. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, then I don't know. I don't think I don't think the lack of a gamepad really fucking does matters to me. I. That's no, because you either look down at the screen or you or you cover the screen with your menu. It's, yeah, there's no difference. Yeah, I mean, people are like, "Oh, it takes away from the experience." No, nah, I don't think so. No, not really. The game's still yeah. moving. the The screen's covered, so you can't look around. It does do the third person camera. Yep. So you can kind of get a an environmental feel. I think it actually makes it better. Mm-hmm. You're constantly focused on the screen. Oh yeah. Let's see what I can loot. I totally forgot about the Metroid Prime scanning environment oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. Um I, I mean it's funny because I, I still think even even with its problems, it's one of the scariest games I've ever played and and it and it definitely harkens back to survival horror with inventory management and making your bullets count and when you know how to react to the zombies, but uh you know, I just think it's funny because people say, Oh, it's a it's a terrible port, it's not a good port. And I'm like, I I disagree. Like it, it's Especially because a lot of people didn't play this on the Wii. It's twenty dollars, which it's not like they could have charged forty, thirty, fifty, um, you know, because you know it is Ubisoft here, um, and you know they charge twenty and it runs fairly well. Yeah, there's some minor frame rate issues, but the Wii version had frame rate issues. So yeah, maybe they didn't work it up to par on that. People are pissed because it's not sixty frames. Whatever, um, it runs a pretty solid thirty for the most part, and, and Digital Foundry even showed that. Um, and you know, I just think it's, they even tweaked a few, there's a couple new melee weapons. So it's like weird for me. It's not, it's like they didn't just port it, but they removed multiplayer, but they added in some things. They made the field of view adjuster. So it's like, it's, I wouldn't call it half-ass port. I feel like they, what they took out, they did intentionally. 
and you know they're just working with what they got. I you know I feel so if I think if you've never played it before, it's a definite like killer game to play if you're into horror. I mean, no, oh no, yeah, no this questions. this is classic survival horror, and I love the fact that if you die, you got to kind of do a corpse run because you got to go because yeah, you're a new scary. person. It's so fucking scary. And you turn into <laughs> a zombie. The, yeah. yeah, when you die, you turn into a zombie, and then you take over, you continue as a different person, and like all the stuff is unlocked, but your backpack that you had on you, you, you gotta go get that. Yeah. And okay. you know, the, it's funny too, because when I tell people that, they're like, well then if I die again, what happens? I say, like, well then you, you then your, that backpack is gone, and they're yep. like, well, well then I'm screwed, right? Because it's got all my weapons. No, the game auto-populates in, I think, random places, more ammo, more weapons, more ceteris. It's just you have to scavenge for it again. Yep. So yeah, it adds some difficulty, but I will tell you what, the tension there, and the, and the, the, the fear of death is so prevalent in this game, more so, you know, you play a zombie game, and, you know, I love Dying Light, don't get me wrong. Um, and the night sequences in that game are insane. But, like, when I die, I don't feel like, oh, God, I died. Like, like there's no, to me, in most zombie games, when you die, there's no weight to it. I mean, the only other game I think I played that gave me a similar feeling is uh, State of Decay. Because when someone's gone, they're gone. Yeah. You know, and you lose their stats. And then if you've been building them up for eight hours, they're fucking gone. And it sucks. So it's like a similar feeling. You know, you, you're building stuff up and then you lose all your stuff and you're like, shit. But you take the knowledge. It's almost like Dark Souls. You take the knowledge of where you've been, the shortcuts you've unlocked, and then you just, you push forward. And then the other thing that I think is just fucking crazy that they did it, but they did it, is that, so the final segment of the game, like the final moments, if you die, that's it. Game ends. You get an ending. Game over. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that that happened to me. Like, I remember when it came out on the Wii U and the final stretch of the game. I was fucking terrified, and I didn't make it. I was I was so distraught. I was like, I didn't make it. And and then they show like this cutscene. I think like a helicopter or something leaving. And I was like, oh, I was supposed to be on that, <laughs> you know. And and that was it. And so then I was like, well, fuck this. YouTube the real ending. Wasn't really much of a difference, but the sense of fear and the sense of chaoticness of that final strip of that game is fucking insane. Because you're like, I got one shot. I got one shot at this. If I fuck up, it's done. That's it. So yep. it's it just gives you that feeling, and that's what I really liked about it. And the game just is creepy. The setting is cool because it's in uh, London, and there's not really many games set in that in that error on games error or error location in games or in that setting of zombies. So it was, it was really unique and. For anybody that's not played it and is listening, like, um, just be mindful of the of the daycare place. That's that's <laughs> really it's that place is scary shit. Um, anyway, cool. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we move on to somebody else? Mm-hmm. I think that's it. All right. So, Jason, now you want to you want to talk about <laughs> some games? Well, um, this week was a little bit of a slow week for me. Um, I only played one game. Oh boy. Uh-oh. And uh, that was uh, Destiny. Oh, oh, jumped into Destiny, did you? Say what now? Yes. <laughs> Destiny. So uh, you're being careful, right? Because I, I was reading somewhere that you shouldn't be dismantling your guns until Taken King comes out? Um. Yeah, Um. and I, I haven't. Um, it, it has something to do with um, um, the, the way that you... How should I put this? I think the way that you level up, like going from uh, the current version of Destiny to the Taken King, is I think they they actually go in and take all of your gear into consideration. 
like all of your armor and all of your weaponry. And I think from that, they they kind of like average out what level you're going to your character is going to be. Um, so if you're like if you're like a level thirty four, and you have like no weapons or no legendary armor because you you basically dismantled everything, you might actually be set back. Um, to maybe like in the early twenties, like you're level twenty two all of a sudden, and now you have to, you know, experience grind your way back up. Um, or if you're you know, a level 28 and you, you know, got really lucky and you have a whole bunch of legendary and exotic weaponry, then you might end up maybe a level or two uh, above where you were. It, 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 I guess they average out, um, to where current destiny players, where they basically start off at, um, based on your actual gear and it's not just on your character, but also in your vault as well. I'll be interested to see the bitching on the internet when the when that patch drops. I should have been higher. Yep. <laughs> but oh, uh, <laughs> after reading all the all the new improvements that are that they're adding to the game, I mean, you know, when Destiny came out, you know, it, it was. Love it, hate it game. And the thing is, even the people that love it, you know, they know that it's a flawed game. And there's like this big giant laundry list of everything that's wrong with Destiny. It, 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 it's, it's like, it's like Santa Claus, you know, and all the, all the, all the good kids are actually all the naughty kids, you know. And, and the thing is, I feel that the Taken King is almost, uh, Probably about half of the stuff, half it, at least half the complaints are being pretty much swept away right when the Taken King comes out. And I mean, there's, there's a there's a lot being added to the game. You know, you got the 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 nine nine story missions. You have uh, three or on PlayStation Four, four new strikes. Um. And eight multiplayer maps. Um, and uh, on top of that, a, a ton of new armor, new weaponry, and also um, new functionality that um, I don't know if any of you have seen the, uh, the the Bungie stream that they did this, this past week where they were talking about um, improvements of just, you know, going to the tower and... Um, you don't have to. You don't have to go back to the tower, right? You can send the ghost to do your stuff or something like that. Um, in terms of bounties, yeah, the, the bounties automatically uh, take hold um, when you do them. Um, I I still think that you you do have to go to the tower for certain things, but it's uh, it, it'll make going to the tower less. You'll you'll probably go to the tower, maybe half as much as previously. Okay, um, that's good because the loading in that game sucks. Yeah, it did. yep. <laughs> and uh, they're adding perks to the ghosts, the actual ghost you know that you have in the Nolan game. North. 
yeah, Nolan North, you know. <laughs> uh, but b- b- beforehand, up until this point, the the, the little ghost is, is just a, you know, just a, a guy that, you know, says things in, in the middle of battle. Now they actually have perks. Um, you can, um, they, they have what's called shells, where the shells actually, like, you know, change the color and and the texture of of the ghost, but it also uh, equips with it a, a, a perk. Like uh, one of them that they just showed, you know, just for an example, was uh, you, it, it actually um, lets you know when uh, like the spirit bloom element is nearby. So if you're like trying to locate spirit bloom in order to upgrade, you know some of your gear that you have, um, if you have this perk equipped with your ghost, it will actually make it a ton easier. And, and, you know, little things like that. There's, there's a bunch of little like tweaks, um, that, that the taken King, you know, is going to be coming out with, with the taken King. And, um, every time somebody says the taken King, I think of the skeleton King from Diablo for some reason. <laughs> King Leork. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but whenever somebody says that, I'm like, oh yeah, the the first boss in Diablo. Oh wait, no, that's a different thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> Taking King is actually uh, Oryx. His, what? Oryx. His name. <laughs> Oryx. His name is Oryx. What is he? Uh-huh. He is uh, part of the... Um, the hive group of enemies. I like uh, how your voice Max headroomed when you said hive. I don't like your voice. That was awesome. Like that, <laughs> it, I yeah. couldn't have planned that better. He's part of the hive uh, group. Um, he is the father of Crota, which was one of the main bosses in. Oh, you mean uh, one of the, the reskins? Well, not well, yeah. <laughs> um, but he was he was a, the boss in the the second raid that they released. I got you. And now he's coming to get his revenge because we killed his son. Are you going to fight him? Spoiler. No. Uh, probably, but I'm not going to fight him. Oh, you're not going to? Oh, that's right. You're not playing. No, I'm not Drew's giving up. given up the destiny. I have given up the destiny you, ghost. You really? You, you have given up destiny? Yeah, I'm done. Wow. Not not out of spite or anything like that. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done playing that game. I mean, it's I put you know, almost 300 hours in that game. Okay. That's new <laughs> times. Yeah, it's... yeah. That's nothing compared to like the rest of my Destiny group. Yeah, Dave's got problems. Dave has, I think, five hundred hours in that game. Holy shit balls! I'm like, Dave, do you realize you could have beat like a hundred and fifty other games? <laughs> I don't think I've played any game that long ever. I, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I've sunk. I think I sunk a hundred and fifty hours into Injustice. I did 200 hours in Street Fighter 4 and then another 200 hours into Super Street Fighter 4. Nice. Not really. That's all all kind of, you know, that built up. You know, session here, session there, a couple sessions here. But I I don't know. I don't think Destiny's as easy to jump in and out of. I mean, when you do a raid, you know, there's two raids in it now. And, you know, a raid will take you... Probably two hours, maybe three hours, depending. Yeah. And you do two of them a week, and then on top of that, you got to do your nightfall strike and all this other stuff. I mean, it adds up over time. I'm surprised I put 270 hours into it. I, I, I have nothing to say. 
<laughs> I think I maxed out at like 30 or 40 hours in that game, and that was about it. Yeah, I mean, I I was obsessed with that game for a long time. I, yeah. I beat 20 now. games in between while you were playing that, by the way. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm done with it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, uh, when Destiny 2 comes out, if it does come out, I will probably pick it up. But I'm going to take my time, you know. The rest of this year is going to be Metal Gear and The Witcher for me. That's that's a lot to take nice. in. That is. Yeah. Witcher 2 should be backwards compatible. Make it happen. Yeah. It, well, yeah, and hopefully by the time we do it for Phoenix Down, it will be backwards compatible. Speaking of uh, Metal Gear, isn't the reviews coming out today? That's what it's... I, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Okay. It, it will be a very select few, I will tell you that. Okay. There won't be a ton of them because I don't know anybody that got it. Gotcha. Speaking of Metal Gear, I uh, also started, started watching uh, Let's Plays um, for Metal Gear Solid. I'm trying to uh, um, to rewatch the uh, the story, the cutscenes, the cutscenes. You know, seventy yeah. percent of the games. Yep. Well, I tell you what, we do a pretty good job of getting you caught up on Phoenix Down. If you listen to that, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I, I I have been listening to that. Yeah, I uh, I haven't listened to um, the Peace Walker um, episodes yet, but I have listened to um, the. Uh, I think the last one I listened to was uh, the first episode. Of um, Metal Gear Solid Four. Mm. God damn, Metal Gear Solid Four is a fucking crazy ride. That was insane. It was. <sighs> it could it could never have lived up to everybody's expectations, but man, was it crazy! I it, there's so much it, in that game. It lived up to mine. I it was my game of the year the year that it came out. Well, it's obviously it was my game of the year. Yeah, you, no, you re- it was awesome. You realize what kind of dilemma I live with this year? There's a Metal Gear. And a Mortal Kombat in the same uh, year. I don't, I don't know that I can pick a game of the year. Yeah, that's just wrong to me. Those are my two games. Yeah, that's that's tough. Fuck. And, and interesting. Um, I'm I'm seeing a comment from I guess somebody whose reviews going up this afternoon, and this is just interesting. They say the Phantom Pain is the first game I can think of where marathoning the series after playing. The Phantom Pain is better, in my opinion, than marathoning before playing it. What? It's got a it's, it's got a lead into um, the first Metal Gear. Then, yeah, not solid. The first not solid, Metal yeah. Gear uh, NES one, Snake yeah. taking on Outer Heaven. Because well, F-Y. I mean, Solid takes place in '98. Uh, no, Solid takes place in 2005. Did it? Was it really that long? Yeah, because original Metal Gear was '95. Yeah, so the original Metal Gear was 95. Shadow and Moses was two, 10 years later. Yeah, it was 10 years after that. Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake, took place in 1999. Which nobody played because it didn't come out over here. True, but it is part of the canon. No, I know. It's it's Kojima's canon because Snake's Revenge can suck a bug. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a Metal Gear game. Yeah, Kojima himself said that game is crap. Well, he never had anything to do with it. Yeah, he, he, he literally said, yes, that game is crap. Yeah, it, it is crap. I remember when it came out, I'm like, all right, the second Metal Gear. Oh, no, this is not good. And then I had to wait. God, what was it, 10 years? 
Because um, it, skipped, like that. it skipped 16-bit. There was no 16-bit Metal Gear. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been pretty awesome. Metal Gear Solid came out in 1998. Yeah, I know. That's where I started the website. <laughs> yep. My Man. website started as a Metal Gear Solid fan site, for those who do not know. I didn't even know that. Yep. Started in 1990s. It was either 97 or 98. I can't remember when. I, st- yeah, I had the Japanese version of Metal Gear Solid. Remember when we were going to try to make a uh, a gaming newsletter? Yeah, I remember. Back when paper was was a thing. Yep. <laughs> Back when we were when we were still in high school. Oh, I'm old. I need to stop thinking about that. Did you play anything else, Gambus? <laughs> I uh, played Dungeons and Dragons with the church people again. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. At, least, at least you didn't play Cards Against Humanity with church people. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah, um, it was it was a fun time. Um, th- this will be my I think my third uh, gameplay session pl- playing with my uh, my current crew, and uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, the, the character that I'm playing as I'm a I'm a uh, a wood elf monk named Gamera. Gamera, you know, like the giant turtle. Yes, from Godzilla or whatever. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm Gamera, the the Wood Elf monk, and I'm I'm pretty badass. I just pictured an animated version of you in my head, and it's fucking hilarious. Nice, the giant turtle with a red headband wearing a gi. It's fucking <laughs> crazy. Yep, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to your. Uh, your new uh, podcast, Drew. Yeah, if we can ever get everybody together and do it. I've got a two-hour session of creating characters recorded. Ken has it, but we're not releasing it until I finally get everybody's characters created. So I guess we'll just combine that. We'll just release like two episodes because they're both going to be kind of long. The first episode, we just go into dumb tangents. This is basically me and my friends sitting around making characters but also just talking so okay. you, get, you get a good sense of like how we act, which is dumb. I was going to say, do you really want people to know how you act? And especially since Alan is playing a luchador, um, we go into like wet wrestling tangents. I think we, we do Macho Man a bunch of times and stuff like that. Just steer clear of Hogan, okay? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna try it. We actually mentioned that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I said, uh, it's like Hulk Hogan. He's like, no, nah, Hulk Hogan doesn't exist anymore. I said, yeah, I heard he, uh, he wrestled a giant one time. Yeah, they erased him from the memory of the WWE or WWF. I'm, I'm gonna take it back, son. When I grew up, it was the WWF. I was yep. a WCW guy. Yeah, I grew up with WWF, which is now the World Wildlife uh, Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. All right, Justin, do you gotta go? I know you said you had 45 minutes. Did he already leave? Don't know. I'm still here. I hit, I hit the mute button on X and my <laughs> child was screaming. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> no, I'm still here. Um, no, I, I do have to get going here in just a minute, but um, the other thing I just wanted to talk about real quick is, uh, uh, yeah, is that the, uh, what was it, Mad Max? It looks like it is coming out. Yeah, I know. It's, it seems like it's going to make it. Yeah. There were some doubts there. I, I was one of those doubters. I yes. did not believe it was coming. Yeah. Well, that's another game, kind of like Until Dawn, that isn't really getting a whole lot of press or advertisement. Well, it's coming out the same day as fucking Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. That was a bad yeah. choice. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. They probably didn't, you know, plan it that way. It was probably like, oh, here's our date, and then, oh, shit. But you either choose to release it or you delay it. I mean, kind of a similar thing happened when uh, Red Dead Redemption came out and Alan Wake came out. They both came out the same day, but originally Red Dead was supposed to come out the week after. They bumped up the release all of a sudden, and it was like, what are you going to do? You know? I'll tell you, looking at the releases the week after Metal Gear, that might have been when you put it out. Yeah. Because the only thing coming out is that Tearaway game for the PS4. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so maybe you should have put Mad maybe. Max. Maybe. But then again, then again, it'll be out so people could buy it the next week anyway. I mean, the thing is, is the, from what we're hearing, Metal Gear's supposed to be so long anyway, I don't think most people are going to be ready to buy another game for a month. Yeah, but they will. <laughs> <laughs> if they're like us, they will. Yeah, they'll just be like, all right, it's time to buy the new game, even though I haven't finished the 12 that I have sitting backlog, here. Backlog, backlog, backlog. <sighs> My backlog's back, all right. Yeah, so. That's horrible. But, I just did it. I did it. But yeah, but uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'd like to come on again in the future, obviously. I know it's been a while, but I do like and enjoy these very much. So, Oh, yeah, anytime. So, all right. Oh, then. yeah. Until next time, guys. All right, we'll see you later. All, all right, right enjoy the rest of the show. Man. See ya. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> I'm fucking crazy. I know. I know that. Sorry. <laughs> Out. All right, so now we'll talk to Drew. Man, we're running deep on that. I didn't think we'd have much to talk about, but man, we have some good games to talk about. Yeah. Do you have anything left that you can talk about? There's a couple of things. Um, I do want to shortly mention Diablo. Oh, yeah. Diablo's patch is this week, isn't it? It is this week. Holy I'm kind of excited for that. There's a shit ton of stuff being added to it. and I I'm no getting time for more Diablo. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly working my way to getting that platinum. Uh, Are you going to just quit when you get the platinum? I'm probably gonna shelve it for a while. I was gonna say because, like, I always notice I did that when I when I used to do the achievement thing. Like, once you hit a thousand, you're just kind of like, all right, nothing else I mean, left I'll, to do. I'll probably still play it some, um, but my thing is, is that Diablo is kind of my. I don't feel like getting into a game right now, so let me play Diablo. Um, and like I told you, uh, when I do. Platinum Diablo. I'm going to put that on the shelf and then I'm going to go pick up Hyrule Warriors. Oh, yes you are! So that'll be my next screw-around game. That game is so good. Yeah. I need to go back and play that again at some point. Just no time. So yeah, I'm playing some Diablo. Um, Let's see here. I play a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. You know, I installed that. Yeah? I I don't know if I'll ever play it, but I installed it. Well, if you ever do, just let me know. I'll party up with you. We can just take on AI guys. Yeah, that's where I'm going to stay if I do end up playing it. But uh, I did play a little bit of that, not much. And um, I want to say that's about it. The rest of the stuff I can't talk about. I did play a lot of other stuff. I just can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing a Wii U game for review. I know that's crazy, right? Yeah, I forgot first, those things still were around. Yeah, I, I this is the first Wii U game I've ever reviewed. First one. Mm-hmm. Huh. And I'm playing that DS. Uh, Hatsune Miku. You can say the name of it. Yeah, I know. It's not coming out for a little while, is it? Uh, it's like uh, mid-September, right? Okay, I've got, I've got games people are reviewing that go all the way to the end of September or the beginning of October, I think. Actually, no, November. 
I got a game in somebody's hands that's not coming out till November. What game is that? Disgaea Five. Oh, that's not till November. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's that time of year, brother. Yeah, it is. It's coming. But yeah, I think I think that's about it. They played a good amount of Gears Friday, and um, you know, I just I didn't have much to do yesterday because I had to help somebody move. So that took all day. Yeah, it does. That's about it. All right. Well, I'll just close out. I don't have a lot to talk about. Uh, again, there are things I can't talk about. Like I'm playing Madden 16, which is the most fucked up embargo you will ever see. Because people can play it on EA Access. That's happening lately. Yeah, and I can't talk about it. Because I have the whole game, which people on EA Access have the whole fucking game. Yep. So, whatever. That's out on Tuesday. I'm pretty sure anybody who's interested in Madden is going to buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I finally did check out a bunch of the old stuff. Um, well, not old stuff, but some of the little stuff that cropped up. Like, I ch- finally checked out that So Many Me... That was, I All think, right. last month's Xbox game with gold. It's still going on now. Okay, so you it's the spillover it. from last month. I think so. It's it's fine. It reminds me of cloning Clyde. Okay, where you get these little creatures and then you can clone them to do platform jumping and stuff. It's it's all right. Uh, I played Adventures of Pip, and that yeah. game is awesome. Okay. So I got a huge Link to the Past vibe when I started playing it, but it's not a Zelda game like at all. It's a 2D side-scroller um, platformer game. And I think it's just the art style that kind of gave me the Link to the Past vibe. It uh, You start off as literally a pixel. Okay. You are a block, and you can jump and you can glide, and then eventually you obtain the ability to turn into a, you know, a normal-looking character which who then can jump, wall slide, climb up on ledges, and you can swap back and forth between the two. You can you can switch back into the block, but in order to turn back into the boy, you've got to pick up these pixels, and they're kind of like the currency. Uh, and then eventually you get the super form, which is he turns into a larger character with a sword, and that's, you know, you can attack with the sword. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool game. What makes it really good is that the levels are so intricately designed and interesting that they're so much fun to play. And I figured out why. It's made by a team called TikTok Games. They used to work at Way Forward. Okay. <laughs> so that explains their level design expertise. So if you enjoy stuff, you know, like 2D side scrollers, a little bit of Zelda combat, a little bit of, you know, block puzzle thing kind of things, I definitely recommend checking it out. It, you know, on the surface, it looks like just another 2D pixelated indie game, but you can definitely tell the pedigree that's there. Okay. It's really good. Uh, I can't talk about Mega Man Legacy Collection either. I forgot that I've had that for a while. I was about to say, you've had that for like two weeks. Yeah, it's out on Tuesday. Uh, my review will be live on Tuesday. I've already written it. It's it's ready to go. Uh, I did check out No Time to Explain, finally. I had never played that. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't either. Yeah, it's like a meat boy with a bad movement mechanic. I don't bad like the... Game, yeah. yeah, I don't like the laser thing. It's it's cool. It reminds me of like a Newgrounds game, like Alien Hominid or something. It's that's I think is where it originated. Okay, yeah, it reminds me of like that art style, and I like the the kind of humor to it, but the, just the controls and stuff, I I don't dig like at all. Yeah, it was very hard to control for me. I made it 
I think well past halfway through that game. Yeah, I just wasn't wasn't feeling it. I think I made it through the first couple levels, and I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of done. Did you ever get to the point where you had the shotgun that would propel you forward or backward, depending on where? No, you... I never got the shotgun. Yeah, that would, like if I had the shotgun throughout the entire game, it'd have been a lot easier. Huh. Um, Toy Soldiers War Chest. Since we weren't on a show last week, I did finally play that. Um, that game's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, playing as G.I. Joe and Cobra and He-Man. That's cool stuff. Uh, it's not as good as the other Toy Soldiers games. It it feels like it was kind of just put out. Like, it, it almost like it wasn't done. Like, it has frame rate issues and it has... Uh, I ran into a glitch where I couldn't summon He-Man even though I had the ability to summon He-Man. Um, some of the, the lines that they put, cause it's a tower defense game, so some of the lines that the enemies come in are really poorly placed. Um, and it's also got a really shitty free to play model built into it. Really? Which is really kind of weird. So you buy the base game, it's 15 bucks. That comes with the four created, uh, armies. And then the DLC packs are the four that you care about He Man, Cobra, G.I. Joe, and Assassin's Creed, which I don't know how many people care about Assassin's Creed. You can buy the whole package for 30 bucks, which comes with all eight armies, or you can buy the armies individual for 5 bucks pop. Okay. That's not the free-to-play stuff. So inside the game, they have these tokens that you use to buy um, new units for your armies. And you earn them while playing the game. Um, but you can also buy them with real money. And the thing is, is each level, or each army levels independently... So, like, He-Man's army levels, and then if you, you know, you switch to G.I. Joe, they start over at level 1. So you got to grind back up. Or you can just circumvent that and buy the coins. And that's really kind of crappy. I wish there was an overall level for everything. But, man, it's really cool to have Man-at-Arms shooting shit. And, and, you know, Cobra has bat units, which is kind of awesome. But, yeah... He-Man also has Orco troops. Just so you know. Okay. Well, uh, sounds kind of cool. It is. It's really cool. It's it's totally worth just spending the thirty bucks and getting the whole package, um, because buying them individually is kind of dumb. And everybody wants GI Joe, He-Man, and Cobra. You know, and if you just buy the whole thing for the same price, you also get Assassin's Creed, which is it's it is what it is. It's kind of neat. Uh, and the only other thing that I pl- I did play more Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm trying to get back into that. I've taken a break for a little while. I was about to say it's been a while. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back into that. I ex- when I logged in the other day, it was like your account has suspicious activity on it. I'm like I haven't logged in in two weeks. <laughs> Maybe somebody else is trying to log in as you. Hi. Huh? I, I guess they were. Well, I reset my password, so whatever. Um, and I'm forcing myself to play through Velocity two X. Because it came out on Xbox One, and I keep hearing people talk highly of it, and I want to like it. I liked it. So, I started playing that. I'm only, like, the first section through. I made it to the first side-scrolling level. So. Um, that's it. So, let's talk about what's coming out this week, because it's a lot. Um, Ascendant is out this week. PlayStation 4. No idea. I I don't know what that is. Let me click it. It is an action game published and developed by Hoppa Games. That tells me about as much as I already knew. 
Um, Back to Bed, which is... I'm sorry, I, it's 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 made by Loot Entertainment, and I know those guys, and I'm pretty sure they offered us the ability to review the game, but I just didn't have any space for it. <laughs> it looks neat, um, but we'll loot see. Entertainment or Loot Interactive? Is it interactive or entertainment? I don't know. I just typed in Loot Entertainment, and the first thing that came up was Loot Interactive. Okay, well then maybe it's Loot Interactive. Um, found in 2009, owner by Sony. They made, uh, PlayStation Home products. They made Forsaken Planet, The Last Tinker. I remember that game. Okay, according to this, no, yeah, Last Tinker, City of Colors, Fluster Cluck, um, Qbert Rebooted, and Velocibox, which was that game John reviewed. Right, okay. So those are the guys who make it. Okay. Uh, also out this week on PlayStation 4 is I Am Bread. Okay. So that's out this week. Uh, Dishonored Definitive Edition is out this week. Yeah. Everybody that, forgot about that game. Yeah, are, are we reviewing that? I'm assuming. I guess okay. we'll find out on Tuesday, huh? All right. Uh, Madden NFL 16 is out on Tuesday. Uh, Nova dash one one one, which I think John's reviewing that. John's taking that one, yeah. Okay, so that will be out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on Tuesday. Uh, one Piece Pirate Warriors three is out for PlayStation Four on Tuesday. Oh, jeez. Um, Until Dawn is out on Tuesday for the PlayStation Four. Uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection is out. Um, it only lists for PlayStation 4, but I know it's coming to PS... Or, I'm sorry, Xbox One, but I know it's coming to PS4, too. Uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition is out on Xbox One this week. Uh, Don't Starve Giant Edition is finally coming to Xbox One this week. Hmm. And Disney Infinity 3.0 is out on the 30th, which is a week from today. So technically it'll be out when we're recording this show next week. So is it... That's the Star Wars stuff? Star Wars slash Marvel stuff, yeah. Okay. That's all coming out this week. Wow. <laughs> Are you ready? It's time for the silly season. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not ready, but okay. <laughs> it's coming. Anyway, let's talk about some news. News that you can use. Oh, you know what none of us talked about? Is that Call of Duty Black Ops 3 beta? Yeah, I played three matches of it and then deleted it. <laughs> you didn't even play with us. No, I'm done. That Fuck that. You don't like it? I'm done with Call of Duty, man. That's not fun to me anymore. Especially, like, the two matches that I did do, it was objective-based. And they weren't going after the objective. They were just spawn killing us. And if that's what that game has evolved into, then I am not going to play that game. Okay. That is not fun to me. Fair enough. I haven't even booted it yet. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. <coughs> Excuse me. Um... Apparently something was just announced. The Gears of War creator? I thought that was Cliffy B. Yeah. 
The next game from Gears of War creator Cliff Blazinski has been given an official title. Uh, it was originally called Project, Project Blue Streak. It is called The Shattering. The Shattering. Yep. Uh, it will be published. It's free to play, and it's being published by Nexon. So there you go. Hmm. I'll be interested to see this game. See what he does post Gears of War. Uh, three four three has confirmed that you will not see Master Chief's face in Halo Five. Just in case you were wondering. Jesus Christ! Who cares? <laughs> uh, we're getting a new slew of Xbox backwards compatibility games this week. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Apparently, it was supposed to happen last week, but it got delayed a week, so it'll be this week. What um? What are some highlights? The, we, we won't know till this week. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Nintendo, we, we're getting into the era where the NX is going to become more and more transparent. Uh, so Nintendo filed a patent on a diskless game system. Mm. So it's possible that their new system may not contain physical media. Don't know how that's going to work out for them. I don't know. Or it could be flash drives. It could be. It could be like Vita-style cards or something. That's true. Yeah. We get away from discs, and things will have, like, no loading time, maybe? Nah, that'll never happen. Yeah, that, that'll never happen. This is Nintendo we're talking about. Yeah, Nintendo. Whatever. Well, it's not just that. It's, if anybody even did that, it would still always be loading time, because we're always pushing the envelope of what we can do. Um, I, I'll tell you what, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I've heard nothing but people talking about that Madden 16 trailer. It's apparently like a movie that stars a bunch of players. Okay. It looks pretty crazy. Like a dude's got a rocket launcher that shoots footballs. Alright. It looks, there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex in the, in the movie. I need to watch that, I think. Nice. I think I need to watch that. Hey, remember Batman Arkham Knight on the PC? Yeah. That patch is coming in the next few weeks. <laughs> oh, man, that's so sad. Does anybody even care anymore? I, no, I'm, I'm, I finished that game and traded it in. Oh, I was going to say, because I, I downloaded the, the, the 89 pack, you know, that has the Keaton suit and the Burton Batmobile. Right. That Batmobile is boss, but you can't use it in the regular game. Why? Because it's a different design. Like, it doesn't have a tank mode. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it looks just like it, so... Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's like I said on Twitter. Where's your God now, Moses? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um... Uh, season pass has turned out to be a great thing, right? Oh my god, that's oh that season pass is a joke. Um Octodad is coming to Xbox One this week. Haven't you been playing that? I be, I have been playing that, but I didn't think I could talk about it. Which makes no sense. Because hmm. it's fucking Octodad. Who has who doesn't know what that game is at this point? Uh, I made a video of it, you can watch <laughs> it on YouTube. <laughs> You can. You know what? That game's kind of neat. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of dig it, it. I got upset with the game, so 
you can watch that. Back to the Future, the Telltale game. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox One, according to a report. Okay. I never did finish that, so maybe I should try that. It's alright. I think I played through the first episode. I know that um, the creator said that uh, it is canon. Okay. He said it is canon to the Back to the Future lore. It's good to know. Oh. Uh, Republic is coming to PlayStation 4 next year. All five episodes in one package. Okay. Um, you can sign up for beta updates uh, for the PlayStation 4 uh, system software now. They launched that this week. So you can just go put your gamer tag and your email address and you might get to test beta test firmware for the PS4 system just like you can on Xbox One. There you go. Um, I think that's it. Oh no, the Batman, uh, we, we talked about the Arkham Knight DLC. So they've announced the September DLC. Guess what it is? More Batmobile shit. It's the Tumblr. What the fuck is wrong with these guys? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to, hey, let's make like significant DLC that, you know, people care about, you know, more gameplay rather than, oh, you get all these fucking skins with the season pass. Yeah. Any other season pass will at least give you some kind of playable DLC. But you can play the 89. There's four tracks uh, based off the Burton movies that you can race on. Yeah. And you remember what the most awesome part of that game was? The fucking races. Race at Batmobile? Yeah. It was the best. Jesus Christ. Alright, I got one last one for you. It's going to blow your mind. I'm sure it will. There's a Goosebumps movie coming. I know that. And there's a game coming to the 360. It's to the a, 360. It's a point-and-click adventure game. Guess who's making it? Telltale Games. Way forward. <laughs> what? <laughs> I told you it was going to blow your mind. Ooh. Way forward is making a Goosebumps point-and-click adventure game on the Xbox 360. Yep, all of those words really? shouldn't be in the same sentence, but they are. Okay, now I'm intrigued, but once again, why do I want to play a point-and-click adventure game on my Xbox 360? I don't know, but you can. Is it coming to anything else? I, it doesn't say, it just says Xbox 360. Surely to God they're going to release that on PC. I, I, I would imagine... Because I mean that hits some crazy high points for me. <laughs> All right, we you, got we got way forward, yeah, and we got goosebumps, yeah. I grew up with goosebumps, yeah, but it's also a point and click game. Yeah, that is the that's the one kick in the nuts. Oh, the the, the fact that it's on Xbox 360 is not a kick in the nuts. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I said, that's coming to PC. It's got to. <laughs> it's got to. Well, uh, I, I guess you'll see. All right, who's ready for emails? Me. Ready for emails. So we got a weird email this week. It is an audio question. Well, it's kind of an audio rant followed by a question. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and let's, let's make some magic happen. Hold on. Hey, yo. 
Guess who it is? That's right. It's the Vagina Fanboy. Eokara. What's up, guys? I thought I wanted to write in. And I thought, now, what if I do an audio? Wouldn't it be cool if um, a fan can send in audio for N4G Radio? Because uh, I feel like I'm, we're so used to in getting to know you guys and hear your voices. Wouldn't it be cool if you guys can hear the fans? The people who love you. I love you. Yeah, I've been listening since, um, I think, 2008. And I think I first dropped the vagina in 2009 when I started writing in. But uh, I love you guys. I like, you know, you're just a bunch of friends who talk about games every week. And it's just, it's just awesome. And um, I'm just a, a guy. Who, who, my name is Danny. Io Kara. I uh, I play games. I grew up with Atari, Nintendo, and all that shit. And I'm um, 29, so I'm sort of in the same age group as you guys. Um, and I drink beer. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Cheers. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cause uh, this week, I think I said it on Twitter. That I'm gonna every time you guys mention the word vagina, twat, muff, and cum bucket, and all that stuff, I will have maybe a shot of scotch. So now, now I was gonna write a question, right? Oh, before I get to that too, I want to add one another thing, guys. Uh, I know it's been a while and it's been running dry. The circle of life. I know the fans have been waiting. I know you guys have been waiting. But next time I write in or do an audio. I will have a circle of life. There's going to be dick sucking. There will be tits sucking. And of course the circle of life. It's going to be epic. So I'll go, I need some more time to think about that one. Um, Alright, so I have a fucking problem, right? So um, these days with the mortgage and the family and stuff like that. I don't have much money. But um, I was at EB Games. And I saw this game. 20 bucks. Minecraft. And I thought, oh fuck, I'm fucking desperate to play something new and I picked it up, 20 bucks, can't go wrong, you know? Because I always thought, who the fuck plays Minecraft? Fucking shitty graphics and these fucking blocks. But I thought this game chucked it in and it blew my mind away. Like, it was like, just fucking crazy. I was godsmacked. It was almost better than sex. And I just, I think I just have a creative mind and I just... I love, I love how you have to dig for your shit and then you make shit. I make so many giant dicks and stuff like that. And I just like building shit. Just like houses and stuff. And I can't believe how addictive this game is. And I have a problem where I'm playing it every single day. I just can't put it away. Like, uh, I'm not doing things in my life. I'm playing Minecraft. That's what I'm fucking doing these days. I'm not, I'm not drinking beer or scotch. I'm not doing the dishes. Like my cups and my glasses where I drink out of. I'm not fucking doing anything. I'm just fucking playing Minecraft. So, maybe I should do both at the same time. Hmm. But anyway, I was just, it's just addictive. And my question for the show is, when was the last time you said, oh, how do people play this game? But it can't be Minecraft, right? You guys got to do something different. How do you play this game? Who, who the fuck plays this game? And then you go and buy it because it was cheap or whatever. Because you had nothing to do. And then you buy, you buy, you put it in. And you're like, holy shit. This is fucking amazing. And, you know, just uh, let us know. And um, if you have any ideas of what I can build in Minecraft as well. Because I'm sort of just building digs. Just uh, let me know. Um, I've built a lot of things. But... 
It's just crazy. I'm even going on YouTube watching kids. These fucking kids build shit. Like in fucking Minecraft. And I'm getting fucking ideas and I'm building shit. Like it's it's just crazy. I've never been addicted to a game like this before. Uh, I think I'm blabbing on. Um, but I just want to say that I love you guys. I love the show and everything you do. And um, I think it's really, really cool. And um, I hope uh, that more fans get to uh, do audio clips and send them in because I think it'll be cool if uh, we get the community involved and um, get the long term fans and the new fans coming into the podcast and you know and, uh, sharing stories and shit like that alright vagina out alright so there you go there's the audio question it's the magic of the internet and splicing audio together which is going to take me longer than I want it to but who cares there was a question at the end of that, and it's from our good friend Eeyore Kara, and we're going to answer it right now. So the question basically is, what game did you pick up that you thought was going to suck, but then you couldn't stop playing it? So does anybody have one that just jumps out at them? Um, you know, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, usually it goes the other way around. Um, game you thought you was going to love and then you hated? Yeah. You know yeah. what? I got one. Uh, the One Piece game that came out on the Wii U. Yeah. I totally expected to hate the crap out of that game. And I adore it. Yeah. I, it was, I think it's pretty good. It's okay. It's um, it's alright. I like the, the Dynasty Warriors games a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to play one of those. I've never played one of those. They're fucking crazy. Well, I can imagine they're crazy because now I've played as him, as Luffy, in the the One Piece game, and I've also played as him in J-Stars. Yeah. So, like, I know he's a crazy character, and putting him in a Dynasty Warriors game, I'm, I'm fucking down with that. Dude, Luffy is fucking mild compared to some of the other characters. In I understand, game. but I like his rubber band hands. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, yeah, he's got some, like, people who's in his, like, pirate party who are even crazier. I, I really like that, that Wii U game. Was it Red? Un- Unlimited Red? World Red. Okay, that's what, yeah, that's what it was. I really like that game. I want to go back and play that game someday. You know something? You know how pathetic I am? Sure. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> I actually, I actually own One Piece Unlimited World Red for the 3DS. Yep, that's yep. where I reviewed it. It came and, out also on PlayStation 3 and Wii U. And I have not even played it yet. I can't imagine a 3DS game is the same. It actually kind of is. Really? Yeah, it's the exact same game. Holy shit, that's a pretty awesome achievement. Yeah. Ooh, you know another good one for me? Final Fantasy fourteen. Nice. Yeah, I've I've probably sank about sixty hours in that game already. Wow, I like it a lot. I mean, it's kind of a bad example, but I never thought I could ever get into MOBAs. But sitting down with Jay and playing Dota Two, really kind of, I was like, yeah, I can can understand the appeal of this. But when I sat down and played Heroes of the Storm, I that's a fun game. I I might try that with you this week. Yeah, we can do that. If you want to record a video, we can. I thought we already recorded a Heroes of the me, Storm video. Me, me and Jay did. That's the same. We already did that. We could do that from a new perspective. Oh, okay. Well, it's installed, so okay. maybe I'll do that this week. 
It's got some cool Diablo characters in it. Now that I actually have a good keyboard and mouse set up for my computer, which I didn't have before, so maybe that'll work. And just play against bots. Yeah, I don't want to play against people. I don't. I, I'm never going to be that good at any MOBA. We can set it up to where me and you are in a party, and we can have other players playing with us, and we're playing against bots. So can, can we not have bots on our team? We can't have bots on our team if you want. Yeah, I don't want to play with other people. Uh, they're not. Heroes of the Storm is actually not that. But toxic. I still, I don't, I don't want to jump into that. Okay. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to play. I don't want to have to deal with like if I fuck up, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> and I'm gonna fuck up. So. I'm good. I fuck up all the time, and I have played like a lot of that game. That's fine. I, I just play with bots. Okay. I don't like humans. I want robots. Oh yeah, that's how I am. I bet you are. Yeah. In all manners of your life. Oh. <laughs> all right. Any other game for his question before we move on to the next? And by the way, sir. You you might want to see somebody about your obsession with penises. He likes vaginas too. Yeah, but he makes dicks in Minecraft and questions well, I mean, about us sucking each other's wieners. <laughs> did you did you forget about that part of the question? Yeah, but I mean, I mean yeah, whatever. You just trying to gloss over it. He's going to bring that back up in another I, email. I know. I I know. Are you prepared for that question? I'm always prepared for your car question. Anyway, Jason, anything else? I'm good, man. Okay. Good contribution. Yes. Next email comes from Big Game Hunter. Uh, Sean, he says, uh, What's up, guys? Hope all is well. Writing you all this week on the topic of video game movies. Okay. Seeing that we have already had a Hitman movie and a reboot coming out this week, I don't. I'm assuming he means reboot of the Hitman movies. Yeah. Um, what existing video game movie would you like to see rebooted because they messed it up uh, too much the first time? For myself, I wouldn't mind seeing a reboot of Resident Evil that properly followed the games instead of a character that never existed. Also, a Max Payne redone as a gritty Netflix series. I think they can knock that out of the park. Thoughts on what you guys would like to see? Yeah. I like the Resident Evil movies a lot. I mean, yeah, they're okay. I mean, they're dumb action movies, but, you know, I mean, it, every once in a while you'll get Chris Redfield shows up or Jill Valentine, which Jill's in it a lot. Jill, so is Chris. He's in yeah, the, last, he's in the two. last two yeah. movies. Captain Cold. (laughs) Captain Cold or the dude from Prison Break. Yeah, or Michael Schofield from Prison Break. He's got like this really fancy name. What's his name? Wentworth Miller? Wentworth Miller. Yeah, that's his name. Wentworth. That is a fancy name. I wish my name was... Is he British? I don't know. I've never heard him talk outside of the TV shows. I want to say he's British. I can't. I don't know. Um, You know... I don't really know as far as video game. I mean, I absolutely adore Street Fighter. But I you think do really want a movie made out, you know. I mean, if they can make a real... Uh, the, truth yeah. be told, they did a decent job with Assassin's Fist. I still need to buy that. It's the YouTube movie, um, which you can you can buy it now. But um, I think they did a decent job with like the origin story of Ken and Ryu. Um, you didn't enjoy the Kristen Kriuk 
Street Fighter, Chun Li. Legend of Chun Li movie. Chun Li movie. It was fucking horrible. I never saw it. It was horrible. You know what I've heard is pretty good? I bought it. I haven't watched it yet. And it's pretty good for what it is. Is Dead or Alive. Huh. It's got Jamie Presley in it, doesn't it's it? It's got fucking Kevin Nash in it, dude. Yeah, it does. He plays bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Legend of Chung Lee, the guy who plays Charlie Nash, is uh, Chris Klein. Hey, you know Charlie Nash is Blanca. Carlos Blanca. He's still Blanca. That's what his name was in Street Fighter, the movie. I'm just saying, he turned into Blanca. That's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, Drew? Really? Is Guile also... What, what, what is um, John Claude? What is he? Wait, he was He's a colonel. No, no, no. Not his fucking rank. Guile is an American Guile. soldier. Jean Claude Van Damme played him. As an American soldier. But he was an American. Well, he may not be American, you know, in real life. But he's from I mean, he Brussels. Did, he, 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 but he played Guile, who was from America. He had a he had the fucking tattoo of the you know American flag, <laughs> of the American flag. <laughs> yeah, like all Americans want to get. I have American a tattoo flag. of the American flag. You just can't see it. Oh, that's not good. Unless man. we're really close. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see a a full on good Street Fighter movie. Yeah, me too. Me too. That that was what I was going. I was about ready to say that as well. Um, Dude, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm just asking. I'm not I'm not trolling or anything here. You guys really care about the lore of Street Fighter outside of Ken and Ryu? I kind of do. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's more than just Ken and Ryu. I mean, it's 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 about this martial arts tournament that takes place. Do you ever watch Tekken? I've the, seen Tekken the yeah. movie. Yeah, it's not bad. Eh, yeah, I mean it's I mean it's not the greatest thing you'll ever watch, but it's it's not bad. Did you ever watch King of Fighters? Oh no, I heard that was awful. Though. It's horrible. <laughs> they made a sequel to Tekken that really had nothing to do with Tekken. Okay, and I think it's called like Kazuya's Revenge or something like that. Hmm. But I really enjoyed the first Tekken movie. I really did. Yeah, I didn't know much about Tekken, and for some reason I was always thinking that the. The guy you always see in Tekken Hi, on the covers, yeah, I always thought he was the good guy. No, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, I didn't realize that. He's until really I bad the guy. He runs the yeah. Mishima Corp. Yeah, and his son is like a devil. Like one of his sons is yeah. a devil. Yeah, yeah. That story's fucking crazy. I don't know. You know, they've a lot. Of, they did a lot of like fighting game movies. Mortal Kombat's still the best. Mortal Kombat yep. is pretty good. Well, the first one. Yeah. And Legacy I, is really good. I think the whole blood sport um, approach to um, a fighting game movie is probably the best way to go. Basically, a series of fights, you know, with a little bit of story in between. And yeah. and, and, and to make a great, you know, video game fighting movie is is to make the fights really good. And the thing is, unfortunately, you know, most modern movies nowadays, it's all about, you know, either shooting guns, shooting lasers, uh, someone's, uh, you know, super strength. So, so they like, it, no, everybody has distance between them. That, that's one of the problems that, that, that I have in modern action films is everybody can attack everybody, you know, 50 feet away from each other. And it's no longer about, you know, 
you know, fist to fist, you know, and, and intricate fight choreography. You know, it's just, it's more about, you know, you know, some, somebody versus somebody. And it's more, more about like a building exploding and like throwing projectiles at each other. You do know that Jackie Chan has a new movie coming out. How old is he now? Like 60? He's up there, dude. He's dude. got, new, he's got a new police story movie coming out. Oh, yes. Really? Yep. <laughs> Those are good movies. They're fantastic movies, especially that yeah. that last one. Was it New Police Story? Yep, that thing we, was amazing. We both watched that one. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. I have I have a couple of his newer movies. Uh, I did watch Chinese Zodiac. Eh, not that great. Um, I have not watched Little Big Soldier yet. I need to watch mm. that at some point. But I really, really, really would watch a new police story movie. I love those movies. Yeah. Dude, I have to tell you about this. I watched this movie on Netflix. I've been told about it for a long time. It's called I Saw the Devil. Has anybody ever seen that movie? No, I've never even heard of it. Oh, my God. What is I've it? I've heard of it. I've that movie is gruesome as shit. So it's about this guy who was a police officer. He's like a detective. And he's doing some type of investigation at the current moment and he gets a phone call from his his fiance or, or it might have been i think it was his fiance and she is stranded on the side of the road because her, her she has a, a flat tire or something like that and this man he he pretends like he's you need any help but he actually kills her and it's all about this guy who is a detective who finds out who killed her and tortures him constantly he beats the hell out of him tortures him then lets him go but he has a tracker on him so he knows where he is and so he lets him like go to the hospital and get healed up and shit and then he beats the fuck out of him again then he lets him go again it's fucking crazy that's that sounds kind of demented it's very demented, but it, it's it's Man. actually it's actually a really good movie. I think I want to say it's a Korean movie. I could be wrong. Man, those those like what's that other one? Uh, the audition. Audition. Yes. Have you ever seen that? That's a yeah. fucked up movie. Yeah, it yeah, is. That, I mean, Old Boy. That's a that's a classic one. Uh, there's two of those though. They did the remake. Spike Jones did the remake, right? Spike Lee. Spike Lee. I'm sorry. Yeah, Spike Lee did the remake with. Um, Oh God! What's his name? Uh, the guy that was in Men in Black Three, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, yeah, yeah, no country for old men guy. Yeah. Uh, I actually prefer the Spike Lee version. I know that's blasphemy. I've I I've just, not seen either one. I have them on my Netflix queue, but I've never watched them. Watch, damn! I don't even know which one to watch. Uh, both of them are pretty good. Um, the first one's ending. I just didn't like. Hmm. Uh, but the the remake, I like that ending a little bit better. I remember seeing the trailer, and that's just a fucked up story. It is a very fucked up story. But maybe I'll watch that sometime. Anyway, yeah. um, I don't know. There's not been many video game movies that I hated. I mean, obviously, Super Mario Brothers is its own thing. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers is bad. But um, you want to talk about movies that are just horrible? Is the Uwe Boll movies? Well, yeah. I mean, but we I mean, don't we don't count those. Yeah, I mean, you, you, Alone in the Dark is fucking god awful. Didn't they make three of the Blood Rain movies? They made three Blood Rain movies. Yes. Was, they he, made he more Blood made, Rain he, movies than games. Yeah, he 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 also did a Far Cry movie. I remember that. I watched that. Um, and a postal also, movie. 
He did a postal movie. He also his first movie was actually House of the Dead. Yep, remember that because it had uh, the, the, the Erica Durant from Smallville. Yep, is in that movie, uh, and that was horrible. Yeah, he spliced in footage of the game into the movie. Remember Doom? Doom, yeah. It had a first-person shooter sequence. It did. I actually <laughs> like that movie quite a bit. It was okay. For what it was. Yeah, for what it was. I mean, The Rock was in it. The Rock is always good. Yeah. <laughs> he's got so much charisma. He does. I just, anything he's in, I'm like, I watch that. Yeah. He makes the Fast and Furious movies. He does. He's really good. Yeah. Um, there's some bad ones out there, though. Don't watch oh, them. yeah. Need for Speed had a movie. You know, I still haven't seen that. I have never watched that, yeah. Is it? It's out on Blu-ray, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it had be. the dude from Breaking Bad in it. Yep. He's also in BoJack Horseman. Is he? Yep, he plays his, like, roommate. Anyway, move on. Next email. We got three this week. It's crazy. Cool. Uh, this one comes from Antonio. He says, Never been a fan of Sony's special console designs over the years except for the Arkham Knight console. Have you seen that fucking Star Wars console? It's got a Darth, Darth Vader, Vader on, it. on it. But did you did you hear... Uh, I, I don't know how I missed this in the news. So it comes with Star Wars Battlefront, a Darth Vader PS4 design system, which looks pretty cool, and four classic Star Wars games for the PlayStation 4. Now, none of these will jump out at you except for the fact that none of them are available on the PlayStation 4. So, Star Wars Bounty Hunter is one of them, which was a PS2 game. Okay. Um, Jedi Starfighter is another one, also a PS2 game. Uh, oh, God, I'm, I'm stretching for the third one. I know the fourth one. The fourth one's the most shocking. What is the third one? Fuck. Anyway, the fourth one is Super Star Wars. Really? From the Super Nintendo. They all have been enhanced visuals, and they all have trophy support. I did not know nice. that. I didn't either. So, does that mean we're getting PS2 games on the PS4? That's like my first question from that, because I don't really... Bounty Hunter wasn't that good of a game, and Jedi Starfighter is okay. But those are PS2 games. I don't know. It could be just some special thing that they're doing. Oh, the Racer Revenge is the third one. The pod racing game. Okay. So yeah, if you haven't seen that, sorry to derail his question. He says, however, I have liked the look of most of Microsoft's console designs, and I can't wait to grab the blue Forza console as my first Xbox One. That thing looks pretty slick. Uh, Also, Xbox has far better looking special edition controllers as well. I already bought the Special Forces Xbox One controller so that I'll already have a second controller when the Forza bundle drops. I think the Halo console looks pretty boss. It does look pretty cool. But it's not a good bundle. <laughs> what does it come with? It comes with the like collector's edition of Halo 5, which is mostly just dumb like in-game currency shit. Okay. Um, and it's like 500 bucks for a terabyte system. Mm. Where I think the Forza one is like 400 and it comes with Forza 6 or something. It's 450 or something like that. But yeah, the Halo one looks cool. It just, I just I have no interest in actually buying it. Yeah, nah, I have the white one that Sunset Overdrive came with. That's a pretty cool system. Yeah. I have two Xbox Ones and neither one of them are white. Or special editions. They're both black. 
Hmm. Speaking of which, my uh, original DualShock 4 controller died. Or I should say the right Anal- trigger. Uh, the right trigger, the analog sticks, yeah. No, the, the, the right trigger uh, now, the spring apparently is not working in it. Yeah, the springs in those things suck. Yeah, luckily a friend of mine bought me for Christmas an extra DualShock 4. So I'm using that one now. I've got two DualShock 4s, three Xbox One controllers, and I think four 360 controllers. Mm-hmm. And three PS3 controllers. You want to hear something really cool? <laughs> I still have my original Xbox 360 controller, and it still fucking works. The, um, the one that came with your launch system? That's correct. Nice. Nice. I, uh, I have to plug it in all the time now. Because the battery won't hold a charge. Why don't you get a new one? Eh, there's no need. I can just plug it in my computer. We're good to go. <laughs> just leave it plugged in. Now I, now I have a wired controller. I have a straight up wired controller. Like it doesn't even come off. Yeah. It's just straight up wired. Oh, I got the, the dongle for the, for the PC. Yeah. I'm going to think I'm going to buy that dongle for the Xbox One controller for the PC so I can have wireless. Because there's no sense going back and buying one for the 360. That's true. You can do that, or I mean, depending on the on your computer, you can use a DualShock Four. Yeah, you can. But I've actually grown to like the Xbox One controller. Better. Fucking fanboy. <laughs> it just over time using them, especially the default. I hate the analog sticks on the default DualShock Four. I that's why I, I replaced them. I really don't like how small that fucking. Xbox One controller is. It takes a while to get used to, but now that I've gotten used to it, I always prefer the offset sticks. I do like the offset sticks. And I prefer the triggers still on the Xbox One controller. Everything else I just kind of got used to. Because yeah. at first I totally preferred the DualShock 4 controller. Yeah. I think the DualShock 4 has good spacing as far as like where your hands are. Yeah, it does. If you could, if I could get a DualShock 4 that size with you know offset analog sticks, that'd be the perfect controller for me. And, and better triggers. Yeah, well, the triggers are all... I, I don't mind the triggers on the... I don't mind PS4. the triggers, but the, the, the Xbox One triggers are so much better. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I agree. If you could have that, that contour of the DualShock 4 with the anal- offset analog sticks and the triggers of the Xbox One controller, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Great controller. Get on that. Somebody make that. I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> Alright, to the Twitter. To the Twitter! Anthony said it was a boring week without us. Hope you're having a good week. I did. I had a good week. Yeah, it was alright. Yep. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm living, I'm in the new digs now, so I'm recording from the new place. The super fast wireless internet. It's so much nicer that I can run wireless now because there's not 6,000 signals interfering with mine. That was my issue before. Because you were around so many people? Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at the Wi-Fi signals, like, you know how you can look on a phone to see all the signals near you? Yeah. Like, there was, like, 30. Jesus. Here, there's two. Yeah, there's three. Yeah, there's one, my left neighbor and my right neighbor. That's it. And I'm running everything on 5G, so I get 50 megabits per second down wireless. It's glorious. Um, Anthony says, when you go camping, do you guys bring games, traditional camping or modern camping? Game in the morning, drunk by afternoon, fire by night. 
I don't go camping. I don't either, but if I did, I wouldn't bring video games. No. I'd just, you know, traditional sleeping bag, tent, fire on the ground kind of thing. No, yeah. hot, no electricity. Yep, no electricity. Yep. Yep, same here. Yeah. If I, if I was going to go camping, that's what I'd do. Now that I have a big backyard, I can camp in the backyard with my kid. Yeah. That'd be fun. And then wake up and your back's killing you because fuck this. <laughs> because I'm 40 years old and I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> I'll sneak back in the house in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, Mookie says, think of a huge gaming company. Um, make a game from another entertainment source. Example, Rockstar makes the Punisher like Max Payne style. I've always wanted. I've always made the comparison that I'd love to see Bethesda make a Final Fantasy game, and I'd always love to see Square Enix make a Oblivion or a uh, Elder Scrolls game. Mm. Just to see how that would be. That would be, be awesome. I, you know, I still go back to the. I want the Crackdown guys to make a Batman game. As good as the Arkham games are, I would like a campy, over the top, or or just even a superhero game. From yeah. the Crackdown guys, like yeah. technically, technically Crackdown, you are a superhero. Yeah, but I want us. the I want the Justice League dudes. Yeah, you know, like I want fucking Superman to fly around the city and destroy buildings, or you know, the Flash to run around the city. I think that'd be awesome. Well, I don't know, to be honest with you. I just uh... a Punisher Max Payne style would be kind of badass, though. Oh, uh, Rockstar. If Rockstar got a hold of the Punisher license, that'd be great. Man, I played Max Payne 3 again a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's a good game. I didn't mind it. I played a little bit on the PC. Yeah, I really like that game. Like, I That just, game is gruesome. It is gruesome. Like the slow-mo shooting the dudes in the face. And you just keep shooting. You just keep pulling the trigger and the bullets keep flying until your clip's empty. Yeah. Oh, man. I just did that with random people. Oh, I did too. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> It's like when you're in the bar and like the bartender and that woman's there. I'm just like, you're dying too. <laughs> and it's slow. It's so gory. Yeah. Oh, I like that game though. Oh, I'm demented. Yeah. Yeah, you are. It's like when I play Mortal Kombat online, like it's like not even phasing me. I'm like, oh, look, you ripped him in half. There's his heart. There's his kidneys. That's cool. <laughs> Whatever. All right, Mookie also says, if games are your partners, what game was your first love? Don't worry, there are more after this. I mean, my first love would probably be Mario Brothers 3. Mine's Legend of Zelda. That was my first game on the NES. I mean, my first my first game on the NES is obviously Mario Brothers. <laughs> Yeah, mine was Zelda. That was my first love. I mean, I think, the, yeah, go ahead. I think mine was probably uh, a tie between uh, the original Super Mario Brothers and Popeye. Popeye was good. Popeye was pretty good. Yeah, I, I played Popeye. I um, yeah, Mario Brothers three was one of the first games that I got really, really into. You know, it came out when I was a little bit slightly older. You know, because I got an NES when I was like fucking like four, and I played Mario Brothers three like when I saw the Wizard, <laughs> and yeah. so yeah, I got I gotta get this, I gotta get this Super and, Mario Brothers. 
Brothers 3. Gimme, 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 Jimmy Woods. Woods. All right, so that's your first love. Mm-hmm. What game was your first doing it? First time I had the, sex in the game? Pop, pop in the cherry. No, what game would be similar to the first time you did it? This is, he's no, like your first love is the one that you fell in love with and you're googly eyed over. This uh-huh. is the first one you did. Metal Gear Solid. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the original yeah. Final Fantasy. Okay. I, I would say Metal Gear Solid was the game that, that you couldn't stop me from playing. You know, that was. So you compare that to sex? Yeah. Okay, so what's your wife? Uh huh. <laughs> Which game would be your wife? Uh, that for me, that's Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> my my wife, you, you got to keep in mind what kind of relationship I have with my wife. <laughs> Is it a love hate relationship? <laughs> hey, whatever if, you interpret it as. If that's the case, it's destiny. <laughs> Good choice. Um, the, the I'll tell you I'll, t- I'll put it this way the game that I can always go back to and play Street Fighter 4 okay that is yeah. like I said my mm. wife is Metal Gear Solid what about you Jason I would probably say my wife game would either be Final Fantasy 7 or or Destiny okay last one what's the one that got away <laughs> For me, that's easy. StarCraft. Uh, I spent uh, so much time with StarCraft and then just stopped. Well, dude, this is pretty good. These are these are great questions. Yeah. Um, the the one that got away. The one that got away. I mean, for uh, I, it, it's it's a bad comparison because I play a shit ton of Diablo three. But Diablo two, mm. that 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 whole year, the year two thousand, the year two thousand, the future, <laughs> the future, the year two thousand, in year two thousand to two thousand one, I was fifteen years old and sixteen years old, and I did nothing but play Diablo two. That's that was me in StarCraft, and then it I quit. And I haven't touched StarCraft since. Yeah. I've, I've always flirted with the idea of going back to Diablo 2, but I'm like, it will be rough. Yep. I am the same way. Like, I even tried to get into StarCraft 2, and it, it just didn't, it wasn't there. I love it, but it's just not the same. What about you, Jason? What's the one that got away? Uh, it's uh, it, a bit of a difficult question for me to answer. I'll... But there is a game that it's actually two games that is kind of brewing up in my in my imagination, and that would be uh, the Chrono series. And it's not because it was myself who quit playing, but it was more or less, yeah, two great games. Uh, yeah, we'll never make a sequel for that ever again, probably. Kind mm-hmm. of mentality, and it kind of just feels like, ugh. Yeah, got away. Was, yeah, it 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 got away from Square Enix. So. It, it did that. All right, moving on. 
H Dogger wants to know how much pizza per week is too much pizza. Is it shameful if I have pizza three plus nights a week? Like a new pizza, or are you using leftovers? That's let's let's just say it's new pizza every night. New that's, pizza. Yeah, that's rough. See, for me, pizza is the perfect food. Uh, so there's never too much pizza. You can get sick of pizza. Though. You can, but if you're getting a different place every night. Uh, well, see, I don't have that many options around here. I don't anymore either. <laughs> I, have, I have Papa John's and Domino's. I have Papa John's and some local joints. And I just, you know, Pizza Hut is there, but you, it's pizza not Hut a... Pizza sucks. Yeah, they don't have delivery. What the fuck? How do you have a Pizza Hut that doesn't deliver? It's one of those old school ones. One of the ones that was from like the 80s. Does it they, still have the buffet? It does. Oh, I would do the buffet. I do do the buffet every once in a while. Truth be told, and this is going to sound dumb, I kind of like their salad that they have. Uh, you know, I get the I get the salad bar, then I go to the pizzas. I don't know. I I think I could have pizza every night. This is just me. Uh, but I, but it's got to be different. Like I couldn't have Papa John's five nights in a row. There, yeah. there, there's no way. But if you give me Papa John's one night, you know, like a local joint another night. Yeah, you know, some cousin Vinny's another night. You know, I could do that. I could totally do that. Little Caesars. We don't have Little Caesars around here. There's one probably about ten minutes for me now. It used to be two minutes for me. Now mm. it's ten. Yeah. Yeah. The only two big restaurants I have near me is McDonald's and Papa John's. Oh, I have a ton of restaurants. You know, I got, I got McDonald's. I got Burger King, nope. Taco Bell. Nope. Nope. None of those for me. Arby's. Nope. Um, Crystal. So, yeah, no, I, I. For me, there's never too many times for pizza. Uh, White Hippo wants to know next week, which will you play more? Madden 16 or the new Diablo 3 patch? <laughs> new Diablo 3 patch. <laughs> no, Madden 16. <laughs> I'm actually probably going to be playing more until dawn. You're probably not going to be playing Madden 16 at all, Drew. No. That's what I'm saying. Um, one last tweet. And it's from Adam. And he sent a picture. He says, would you guys read this fanfic? It's a picture of Gray Fox holding Snake by the head. And it says, hit me more, Snake. Fifty shades of Gray Fox. I've seen them before. <laughs> the The issue with... the And this is me going, actually... He doesn't actually say hit me more. He says I, hurt me more. I know. I know. <laughs> but on the book it says hit me more, Snake. Oh, I'd read that for comedic effect. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be one of those nice... Uh, um, coffee table books. No, no, J- Jason, don't put that book on your coffee table. <laughs> People will that's, think differently of you. <laughs> that's the sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey. But didn't they have a sequel to Fifty Shades? Of Grey? I think there's three books. I was gonna yeah, say there's a trilogy. It, is it like at the end of they throw the ring into the fire and fly away on the <laughs> eagles? <laughs> yeah. Gross. Gross. I don't. I don't know that. I don't know what those books are about. There's a movie. I know. I know. And like, how is that not porn? I don't know. 
I don't know exactly what happens in the books. I know it's this woman who... Does that have to do with, like, torture stuff? This guy is apparently really rich, and he invites this woman to basically be his dominatrix or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of the classic Cinderella story of... (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Seriously, it's like... Is it it spelled S-I-N... D E R E L L A, yeah, Cinderella. But like, Cinderella. But, but it's it's about this because uh, some of the podcasts I listen to. Well, one of the podcasts I don't want to know about the podcasts they, you listen they, to. They, they review move. They review movies. Just overall movie website. I mean podcast. And they, they just so happily were talking about it one episode. Basically, it you know. Long story short, it's about this everyday woman who who you know falls for this guy who's really rich. He's, like, super, like, sophisticated. He travels the world. He's basically like Bruce Wayne, and she's basically infatuated with him. And and, and they, like, travel, and they fly, and they go on boats, and it's all, like, all romantic, and it's like, oh, he's the perfect guy. And then he's like, um, well, I, I kind of have this, like, kind of problem with me. What's that? Uh, I, I like, uh, I like to, like, Get into the leather and whips and stuff, and and then I she's like, like slap my testicles around, pretty much. And then, and then he's like, "Yeah, would you like? To, would you do this with me?" And and she's like, "Uh, oh, okay." And then it's basically um, them basically whipping and wearing leather for each other and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's it's your it's your modern day Cinderella story. I I don't know. Stop comparing it to Cinderella, Jason. You're ruining people's memories of a beloved Disney franchise. What happens at midnight? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you want to know, Drew. I I don't know if I want to know either. That's when they get up the nipple clamps. Which were originally pumpkins or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, this is going the wrong way. But I also heard that, uh, you know, the, a, a lot of women like the, the the series, but then there's a lot of women that that are that dislike it because evidently the uh, the main female lead is actually not a very strong character, and she's basically just real passive and just lets the guy do whatever he wants to do, and she just sits back and takes it pretty much. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and and evidently, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of a lot of women, a lot of a lot of soccer mom conservative women are like, "Ooh, I actually like that book." I tell you, if if we if we named our episodes, this one would be called Fifty Shades of Gray Fox. <laughs> it's this is I can't believe you, you know that, that. Is the tagline I, that's got to be the tagline, but. Seriously, the fact that Jason knows that much about the movie really kind of freaks me out. I don't know anything about. It. Apparently, it started off as Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, and she got a cease and desist, and then changed the names around. Oh my god! And then it got published, and then she became a millionaire. Yep. I. I Dreams really do come true. Where's the Sonic and Tails version? Oh, I'm sure you can go on Tumblr and find that shit. Yeah, but you can't find it in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's happened to this world. 
creeps me out. Anyway, if you want to shoot us an email, you can send it to podcasts at ztgd.com. You can follow us on Twitter at N4G Podcast. Uh, you can also check out our other show, Phoenix Down, uh, which will be airing on Friday. Is this the last Peace Walker? We are done with Peace Walker. We're doing Ground Zeroes Okay, next. so this new episode will be Ground Zeroes. Mm-hmm. And you can follow them on Twitter at ZTGD Phoenix Down and check out the episode on Friday. Uh, if you want to follow us, uh, Jason is at Gambus Khan, Drew is at DML Fury, uh, Justin was at Slasher JPC. Is that or is it Justinator Five Thousand? Justinator Five Thousand. That's what it was. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. And then you can follow me on the site at ZTGD, and that's it. I think. Yeah, I did one thing. I'll ask the people who listen to this because they may be interested. Uh, I'm planning on doing a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where me and my real life friends uh, <laughs> sit down and play Dungeons and Dragons with me being the dungeon master. Uh, I've already recorded one thing. Um, just keep in mind, anybody who listens to it, that it is us just sitting around talking while creating characters. And the episode after that is going to be the same thing. But then we're going to plan on doing an actual play session. And we're trying to think of a name. Uh, we're trying to be kind of clever with it, maybe use a pun or something like that. So anybody there got any ideas for a Dungeons & Dragons podcast name, just shoot me your ideas. Hey, you want to be topical? Mm-hmm. Call it D and D's Nuts 16. And D and D's Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What world do we live in where that's a presidential candidate with almost 10% of popularity votes? <laughs> I, I think it's a pretty awesome world. I don't... You really want, like, a 12-year-old... Isn't he, like, 15 or... It's like... Like, he's a kid, right? I don't know. I thought it was just made up. No, he's a person. So or it is a real person? I'm pretty sure, like, he's, a like, a 15-year-old white kid. Sure. From, like, Nebraska or some shit. I don't know. Nice! These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Unfortunately, sorry. you have to be at least 35 to run for president. I understand that, but it's still hilarious. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. D&D's nuts, 16. That's my vote. Okay. I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> you run it past the group. Yeah. I'm sure they'll say no. But I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe they'll say yes. Oh, I'm sure. I know Alan would be like, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> anyway, if there's nothing else, then Jason, you can do your thing and we can get on out of here. All right, and it goes something like this.
Yeah. <laughs>